The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Oh, God. I still feel way too full from Thanksgiving, by the way. I got to be honest with you. I did, the, I, did, I did the thing every single year where uh, the, the day of Thanksgiving, I eat nothing because I want to, I want, I want to look sickly by the time the turkey hits the table. And the box of wine hits the table. And then what inevitably happens every single year is I make it to like the to like the 12th hour right before the turkey's coming out. And I break down because I have been drinking alcohol and I start getting in on the apps and I ruin it. And then I eat way too many Hawaiian rolls before Thanksgiving happens. And then I'm not ready to crush 45,000 calories in one sitting, which by the way, you guys know about, um, a ghost wipe. You guys don't know about ghost wipes. Do you, man? It's only one day a year. We get a ghost wipe. So a ghost wipe is, um, after you go to the bathroom, number two, you don't need any TP because the turkey's so dry that it just comes out. And you and, and like nothing happened, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood because you didn't need to do any work. Ghost wipe happens only once a year. It's the most magical day of the year, which is the day after Thanksgiving, which was a couple of days ago for me. Anyways, I uh, hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Hope you're thankful for all the great things that uh, you have in your life. Uh, Lord, Lord knows I am. We had Friendsgiving over uh, at the uh, Adams Highland house. Which is great. Friendsgiving is the way to go about Thanksgiving. Let's just be honest about it because, you know what? Your family is terrible. So, you know, invite the people that you like over, which are your friends. And then don't invite your family over because you know what's inevitably going to happen? That you're going to talk politics. And then all of a sudden your dad's going to throw a bottle of wine at the, at, at the wall and say that you're disowned. This may or may not have happened to me. It's okay. But it's fine. Therapy will, be, will work for me in the long run. But what I'm trying to say is that Friendsgiving is the way to do Thanksgiving, not family giving. Because you know what? Your family... Uh, you can't choose them. That's the truth. Uh, we'd like 
to thank you for choosing uh, the Wells cast. I went on my rant here today, okay? So it's fine. Um, I've been having so much fun. I got to be honest with you. Uh, last week's episode was so much fun to do. The week before that with Kate was amazing. And if you are just new to the Wells cast, uh, go check out some older episodes. We've got some amazing guests on here. Ja Rule was on. Talk about Firefest, which is just bonkers, by the way. Um, we had Kate Flannery from The Office talking about like everything leading up to her experience on The Office and her crazy life that happened before and afterwards with Dancing with the Stars. AJ Machalka was great because she's been like in the spotlight forever. So like hearing her origin story was just absolutely bonkers. Anyways, go listen to all the episodes. We've got a good one coming up for you uh, today. And I'm excited because I lived in Nashville during the reign of, uh, of our next guest. There was a show actually called Nashville, and she was on it, and I was there as a radio DJ, and funny enough, I actually auditioned for a part on that show. Didn't get it, because not an actor, but it's fine. The lady that's going to be on the show today is actually one half of a duo that was a juggernaut in Nashville and nationwide, and was a pillar of the show Nashville. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to have Lennon Stella. The older sister of the uh, sister group, Lennon and Maisie, on the show. So stick around. Wells Cast on the way. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the podcast. Wells Cast Wells hanging out with you. I have in the studio right now, Lennon Stella. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. You know, Thanksgiving was a lot. I'm not going to lie to you about it. All right. It's a lot of food. A lot of food. You know, and then you got your drunk friends that come over right. a little bit late. Right. So, you know, I'm thankful though. Are you? I'm thankful that you are in the studio right now, uh, hanging out with us. I'm excited to be here. We have like a weird connection, which I, I don't know if you realize. I was a radio DJ in Nashville the entire time you were filming the show, Nashville. Really? So much so that I auditioned for no, the didn't. part of the radio guy on that show. What? Yeah. What season was that? Do you know? It was before the show started. Oh, like was, early, early. Yeah, it was like, hey, they're going to be doing a show. Are you from Nashville? No, but I was a radio DJ from 07 to, to well, until a year and a half ago over okay. there. In Nashville. Yeah. <gasps> I worked for like this tiny little radio station called Lightning 100, and then I worked for yeah. iHeart there. Yeah. So, oh, uh, so amazing. I, so when the show came on, I was like, I remember watching it being like. <sighs> That's so funny. That radio DJ I wonder what radio DJ that was that you audition for I don't know I can't even remember like that early on yeah that's crazy um but anyways I don't know if you're if they like caught you up to speed with like what this show is um, not much so I'm just really uh, just being entirely honest with no, you totally. tell me please well I'm just like really interested <clears throat> and um enamored with not people's story from when they become known I'm more interested in the story of how you got to the place of being well known and quote unquote celebrity uh-huh. status, you know? So it's kind of an origin story uh podcast. Cool. And I think your story is gonna be really, really interesting because you were relatively well known pretty early. Yeah, know? I was a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's start at the beginning. How did it all start for you? So my sister originally auditioned for the show. Yeah. Um we like knew the casting director I actually knew someone who knew the casting director, introduced us, and Maisie, my sister, was just always, like, very much wanting to be in the TV world and, like, very, very interested in it. She auditioned and then got the part. Um, Originally, the ages were, like, 8 and 12, so she was auditioning to be the older sister. And, um, or sorry, 5 and 8, and she was auditioning to be the older sister, so she was 8 at the time. And then, basically, they saw a video of us singing together and asked me to audition, I had never, like, considered acting or, like, really thought about it at all. I auditioned, and we got the parts, and then um, there's a whole long thing I won't go into, but we're Canadian, so getting visas was really difficult because we were so young. So then 
we got video uh, we got our visas because this video that we posted went viral um which was us doing like the cup song on youtube yep. and um so that kind of happened at the same time but basically that allowed us to be able to film the show which lasted for six years um and then yeah and then just since then it's been the show definitely like set me up to do my own solo stuff and but it's been a weird transition it's definitely a different world you know so your sister wanted to be like in the entertainment world uh-huh you guys were still like like performing was it a youtube kind of uh beginning was the kind cup of. was the cup one youtube i can't even yeah, remember yeah. yeah yeah no it was um that that video just allowed us to get our visas because we it was like impossible really we literally pulled us off of our couch and you need like press and you need like all this stuff to be to get visas and to work in the states and we're 12 and 8 years old obviously i've done nothing prior to it um and so yeah the press that that video got like allowed us to get our visas so we could be on the show it was very crazy very like weird timing yeah it's crazy so your sister knew that she wanted to be did she want to be an actress or just want to be an entertainer she was def- she was into like acting and yeah. i mean she was literally six at the time like she's a baby so i mean it's only so much so but she um uh, or i guess she was eight at the time but she um definitely wanted to be in the acting world which i had never considered and then the show we always were both very much into music. My parents are musicians, and music was kind of like the ultimate path. And luckily, the show was like very musical, so we ended up doing that on the show as well. But so, so your sister was like, "I want to do this. I want to do this," and you were like, "Yeah, oh, this is that's cool or what whatnot." Yeah. Like, what did you What did you want to do at that time? Like, what just was be you? a kid. I was twelve. Yeah. I literally like was so not like. But you're the older sister in this situation. I know, but I was just supporting my younger sister. I was like going to the auditions with her, like doing the lines, like just with her as a sister. Like yeah. I never, I really was not even slightly considering. And then, literally, they asked me to audition, and then they changed the ages of the kids to like fit our ages. Yeah. And like rewrote everything to like work for our, us, which is very yeah. It ended up just like working very perfectly, but I was definitely not at all planned. I mean, that's an ode to you guys and your talent if if they're rewriting a television show around it's you guys. Like, yeah, it definitely hit me later. I was so clueless at the time. Yeah. At the time, you're like, oh, great. Yeah. I was so clueless. Cup yeah. game. Let's yeah. do it. Literally, though. Cup game. <laughs> yeah. but, okay. So so were you, were you like, sis, you're crazy. What are you doing? We should be doing, I don't know, I mean- volleyball tryouts. <laughs> Why why are you doing this? I mean, honestly, I it was just so like one, I didn't think that it was actually going to happen. Like yeah. we had never auditioned for anything. Still to this day, I've never auditioned for anything else. Like that's my only audition experience was like this show. She had never or she did like one music video prior to it. She like very much wanted to do it and like was always just so into movies and TV and she she wanted to be an actor. So it just happened and she got like the audition and she's like eight years old and she's like, sure, why not? But like it never, it happened so like really, I was just so clueless. Yeah. Like so clueless. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I was just like floating. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're, you guys are Canadian. Your Canadian. parents are, are musicians as uh-huh. well. Tell me like what home life was like was it just everyone's playing every instrument were you that like partridge family when people come over it, and you're like ah, <laughs> literally no. they're so talented literally. I hate them. it was it sounds so hillbilly but we like genuinely <laughs> had no we didn't have a tv like no cable until we were like on nashville we never had cable we never had internet we were just like straight up hillbillies like on a farm playing music like it really was so like very very like what you would imagine like just very musical parents and, yeah yeah 
So that <laughs> it's I really was like, well, I guess we'll get TV now because you're on it. I mean, it. fine. You know, literally, uh, no. yeah. Really, you're paying for this. <laughs> this is coming out of your paycheck. Literally, though, yeah, <laughs> that is way too real. Yeah. Were your parents supportive of all this? Like, I always find it amazing when I talk to like younger stars. Because if I was a parent, I would be really, really cautious of all this. Totally. Um, that was definitely what it was. Like, the whole time, my mom was like, are you sure you don't want to be a teacher? Like, yeah. are you sure? Um, yeah. What about I mean, volleyball tryouts? Yeah, literally, though. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, my parents are, they definitely, like, struggled. Like, they were, like, the struggling musicians. Like, yeah. the hippies. Like, they just, like, were never, it was never easy for them. So, they're seeing this, you know, and seeing their life, and they're like, why would you want that this is not the move at like 12 and 8 to start and it just started so randomly like with the video and then that's kind of started this London and Maisie thing and because of that like we just got kind of thrown into it and it, it was never a negative thing but <clears throat> my parents were definitely like very cautious especially with a tv show like you hear so many horror stories of like kids on tv and that was especially very very scary for them you know putting us into it but I mean, they were supportive and like they kind of dropped everything to like make it a very natural, like um, never like felt like, you know, we were th thrown into like the TV world. Like it was very, you know, family like. Yeah. Yeah. Were they supportive in the way of like, hey, listen, if you guys don't like this anymore, you can bail. Totally. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Big time. But we loved it. It was so fun. And like the cast and crew, because we were so young, it was like we were just cradled and like literally everything was so cushioned for us and <clears throat> it was very very pleasant like we never it was just so great so it was it was never a thing of like that but they were totally supportive and we knew that if we didn't like it at any point there was no like forcing it or, at all yeah yeah so you're in Canada you do this YouTube viral video effectively your sister goes and we're in Nashville sorry we'd so already lived in already, Nashville okay yeah so what what made you move from Canada to Nashville my parents were on this TV show called Can You Duet? And they oh, were there. wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's the best name. Um, yeah, so we they were doing their, their music stuff. And then we were traveling back and forth, literally driving like 15 hours like weekly because my parents just were doing the show. And they got like a publishing deal in Nashville. And um, so, yeah, like driving back and forth from like an hour outside of Toronto. Yeah. Why aren't you flying? Nashville. I don't understand. Because they were broke. Yeah. And so it's cheaper to drive. And my parents were like, listen, this is a normal parent commute. You yeah. guys can suck it up. Um, but actually, A normal yeah, parent commute yeah, is this 50 is fine. hours? It's normal, guys. You have a TV in the back. Like, that's this big. You guys are lucky. <laughs> no, um, it was totally fine. I mean, yeah, it is so weird. When I think back, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Like 30 hours constantly. Um, but... Then we just up and moved in like 2009. So we were there before the show started in like 2012. Yep. So we were there for a bit before the show started. God, can you do it? I don't <clears> know. Can you, can do you it? pay me more money? Because we're driving 15 <laughs> hours back and forth, guys. Literally. <laughs> okay, so you get to Nashville. And as someone who knows Nashville very, very well, um, it's it's infectious. There's just so much talent totally. around you. Yep. Uh, especially in... I would say less so in like the acting s sector and much more in the the writing and performing. Totally. Um, so you get to Nashville. You haven't yet landed this show. Um, are you are you guys like performing around? Like, how does the Nashville bug and the songwriter bug hit you in Music City? My parents were doing like you know like writers rounds and they would 
we would always go and then they would get us up for their last song and that was the video that got posted that originally got, got us it. on the show was like us singing at the bluebird like my parents like the end the last um song of my parents round so we always did that but literally only because they were like proud parents and because we were 12 and 8 like it was just super like it was never like we were you know playing around nashville we literally just got up and sang their last song um in the round and then yeah definitely it wasn't until the show started that like it became like okay this is like our career now yeah. i guess but we're so young did you have any understanding of how iconic the bluebird was it before no. the, like nashville because nash is a it's a, it's almost a character on the show nashville totally yeah but you must have because okay so like for everyone that's ever been to nashville and gone to the bluebird it's kind of in the strip mall yeah, thing yeah, yeah. like it's you, it's so it's, it's just such a weird place yeah it's next to like a title like, boxing it's like green and, hills yeah and the yeah. green hills yeah. uh next to the mall like it's, <laughs> it's so not what you think of like yeah. honky tonk nashville but like every night the the line is out the door and Fully, around yeah. the building and it's just like this songwriters in the round thing where um, in this in this tiny little bar, but like some of the greatest musicians of any generation, totally played in there. Like Garth Brooks was discovered in there. Like yeah, crazy crazy stories. Um, but if you saw it, just like you I would saw, never th- someone yeah. from from Canada would be like, what? Where? This is where we're playing? Yeah yeah yeah, totally right. totally. So when you get, you get called up to play up there, you have no understanding of no uh, no no yeah definitely not. I mean really only until like the show was like halfway through and then it was such a thing that I realized like oh that was cool like yeah. you know but no definitely no understanding at the time have you played bluebird like since then like like post show um we did like there's like a bluebird or like a bluebird documentary thing that yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. that um which we played at for that um like I've got again like getting up at like some like my mom will do around and I'll get up and sing with her but like yeah. I haven't like played fully no I should Okay, so you guys are there. Your parents are doing a show called Can You Do It? Did they win it? They did not win they it. They came not, like fourth place. They did not do it. They uh, did it's not too bad. do it. <laughs> no. Fourth? Yeah, fourth place. Well, um, okay, so so then there, I guess there's a round of auditions for this new show that's coming to Nashville called uh-huh. Nashville. Yep. Your sister's like, I want to do that or whatever. Kind of, but yeah. Okay, well, t- tell me. How okay, did it okay. go? Um, I mean, it's such a weird, like, random story, but, but literally, like, our friend had just seen Maisie, was like, she needs to be in TV. She was just, Maisie's just such, like, a goofball. She's just such a, like, that is just totally what she's meant to do. And then um, they passed her name along to casting directors. It was in, the, like, the box of names for, like, two years or something before yeah. the show and then the show came around Nashville and then got asked to audition so it wasn't like actually we didn't know what she was she was auditioning for at the time it was just like auditioning for something that she got called in for yeah but yeah and so then so how do you get drawn into this because they see the so see this video the video okay that our friends saw like literally on my mom's Facebook page like yeah. just posted and they showed it to them and they were like she has a sister and then yeah. they like called me in and I had just been Literally, I was on the way there, and I was, like, in the car with Maisie just because she was going to audition. Like, I wasn't a part of it, and they called, and they were like, where's where's Lennon or whatever? And they're like, is she, is she coming to the audition? We need to audition for the older age of the of the older sister. And I was like, what is even happening? It was so random. I, like, went through every emotion. I was like, it just was so weird to, like, very, very, very strange to just randomly ask someone to audition for something. You know what I mean? I was literally 
so not in that world. I never th- considered acting yeah. or like considered anything like that. And um, yeah, just auditioned and then Maisie and I sang for them and then. Okay, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. So that's a very poignant point in your life. Yeah, that, that's, it was. That's a pivot moment. It was. Do you remember like where you were driving to? Like what you were doing? We were driving to the audition for Maisie. Oh, okay. Literally on the way there, they asked oh, okay, me to audition. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you were like, whatever, I'm going to go and like hang yes. out in, in the waiting room. I went every time with Maisie. Yeah. It's like run through her lines before we went in the car on the way there. Yeah. And they asked me to audition. I was like, what? Okay. So tell me about that audition process. You walk in and are you doing it with your sister? I did my, no, I no. didn't. No, not the first part. She came in and we like sang yeah, together. Okay. And what'd um, you sing? I can't even remember what we sang. Okay. Maybe we sang Call Your Girlfriend, but I really can't remember. I should remember that. Yeah. But I don't remember. Okay, so you, they have you guys sing, and then they pull Maisie out, and yep. then you have to run lines. At the beginning, we ran the lines. I went in, auditioned, just basically like what Maisie did. I auditioned, went in, <clears throat> read the script with the, I think it was Callie was in there. Callie Curry, like the showrunner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then... Maisie came in, we sang for them, and then that was it. We left, and then I didn't think anything of it. And then they called, and we're like, they got the parts. And then we had the parts. This was another weird part of the story, but we we got the parts. Like, we had it all. The show was just a pilot at the time, and then it got picked up. And then they tried to get our visas. We couldn't get our visas. And then they recasted no. the girls. Because cause of travel issues. Because we're literally Canadian. You can't work legally in yeah. America. We recasted these girls, and then who was it? Do you know? I don't know, but it's such a sad story. Like how <laughs> how messed up is that? Like it was, yeah. No, these two these two girls these, they had the, they had the parts. There and are then, two women out there who hate, who hate you guys. My God. <laughs> Literally hate me, hate me, hate me, hate me. But I can't blame them. Um, and then yeah, sorry. And then it got picked up, and then um, they were like, okay, cool, we're gonna we're gonna petition for the visas again because it got picked up for a full se- like series yeah. now. Um, and then the video did its thing, and then yeah, we got our visas, and then the show happened. Was the video like, hey, we got to do some stuff to like make this thing no. work? I mean, there's no way to even plan that because yeah. we had no, literally nothing on YouTube prior to that. There was nothing, so it just happened to be that we posted this video. It went viral and gave us literally exactly what we needed. Like it literally got posted the next morning. We were flying to New York to be on Good Morning America. Stop it. I swear, and we had never done anything. Like literally yeah. never done anything. We were picked off of our couches. It was so random. And then that is the reason, like that press got us to be able to be on the show. So it happened at the literal exact time, these two random things that made it so that one could happen because we otherwise wouldn't have been able to be on the show. But what a weird time we live in. So weird. When they're like, so she booked this uh, television show that's going to be a big deal. Uh, I don't know if we can allow her to come uh, work in the no, country. No, wouldn't let us. Hey, by the way, she's got four million views on a YouTube. Well, that, now she can. Let her yeah. in, guys. <laughs> I know. This seems important. I know. No, I know. <laughs> Literally, we tried. Like, I remember my mom would sit and she would like be messaging our like little like hometown like newspaper articles. But please, just like write something. Be like these two girls like making a splash in Nashville, like playing at the Bluebird. No one would write anything. It was like such a thing. It was. It, it, we couldn't get anything. And then this video just like got sent around a bunch and then now we can be on this TV show. It's so random. Okay, so then uh here's my question cuz I have a is it just you two by the way like in terms yeah. of siblings? Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of siblings. And we're all competitive because that's Are what you? Yeah, of course. How many siblings? I'm the youngest of 5. 
and I, oh, hate, wow. I okay. hate to lose at anything. All right. Okay. Okay. And I'm just trying to put myself in your sister's shoes. Okay. Because totally. I'm the entertainer in my family, okay. right? And if I was like going in for all these auditions and being like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm into this. And everyone's being like, okay, whatever. We've got volleyball practice later. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and then all of a sudden, like my brother was like yeah. running lines with me, like uh, in the car. And then he got the part. There'd be a part of me that'd be like, you don't deserve this. No, totally. But the thing is, we did it together. Yeah. So that is a part of why like she's just like the best person in the world because I do think about that a lot of how and also by the end or even midway through the season I don't know if you watched the show but like my character started like totally taking over so like it became a thing of like I was filming way more and it like definitely like my character they can do a lot more with like an 18 year old than they can a you know 12 year old so they just um, I can totally that that was how I would expect every sibling to react. Mm-hmm. Somehow she's like a freak human and just is like, was so happy and was, there's like zero competition. I don't know how that's possible, but it yeah. genuinely isn't. There was never any of that, which I was, I would have totally expected and been okay with because that's so normal. That's awesome. But yeah. And a testament best. to her, her just awesomeness. I know, I know. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, when we come back, I do want to talk about the show Nashville, and then I want to talk about all like your solo stuff and cool. everything going forward. So uh, stick around. Uh, the Wells cast back in just a bit. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 dollars off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 dollars off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand i'm elia connie and this is family therapy my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So the holidays mean celebrations with friends, company parties, family gatherings. So why not look stylish and feel comfortable all season long? Rothy's is the company making beautiful shoes for women and kids out of plastic water bottles and... They are crazy comfortable and fully machine washable, too. They're stylish and comfortable, and they go with everything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. Rothy's come in an ever-changing array of colors, prints, and patterns, and are available in a range of styles like sneakers, loafers, points, and so much more. Keep an eye out for the holiday colorway launches coming out this season because they're going to sell out fast. They always do. I freaking love this company. I got a pair for my mom and for my sister. They love them. They love the styles. And they also love, I don't know, the mission statement of this company. They're taking plastic, which is ruining the freaking earth right now, and they're making cool shoes out of them, you know? Rothy's make a great gift for your best girlfriends and family, and they'll thank you with every step they take. They're seamlessly knit using thread made from plastic water bottles, which I don't even understand how that works, but it's awesome that they're doing it. Ultra comfortable from the second you slip them on. That's right, zero break-in period in these shoes. Plus, they always come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges. No risk, no worries, no reason not to try. So check out all the amazing styles available right now at rothys.com slash wellscast. Go to rothys.com, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash wellscast. Get your new favorite flats in time for the holidays. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash wellscast right now. On the Wellscast today, we've got Lennon Stella uh, in studio. Your story is bonkers, by the way. It's a weird one. It, it's, it's just cool, like, how, how things fit and work. I'm a big like the, the uni- universe the does uni- it, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, like it's just gonna work out. It's fine, it is, yeah. Uh, and it's just so funny that like for you, like your and also like, so here's a weird thing. Like your parents had to basically lose this television show. Yep. For you guys to be put in a spot where you could get a television show, uh-huh. and then you had to put out this thing that no one knows what's gonna hit on YouTube. If you did, you'd be a zillionaire. Literally. Uh, you do this thing, and all the puzzle pieces then like fall into p- place. Yep. It's so cool. So then you book this show, Nashville, which it was like I, so I was living in Nashville during this time. So maybe for me, it felt bigger than it really was. But it seemed like a such a big show. Totally. And you book this show. There's all these huge names. Connie Britton's on it. Uh, Chuck Esten's on it. Like all these like really, really big names. Totally. Do you have any idea of the impact that Nashville is going to have on everyone's eyeballs every week? Everyone's eyeballs <laughs> at the time? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, I definitely, I really like, 
it was just such a random thing. I don't even know how to explain how clueless I was because I think it just makes me sound dumb, but it's true. I just was like floating and just going with it. And I think because it wasn't something I like lived my whole life wanting. Because well, you never had a TV. Yeah. So you had I never no had idea. A TV. I didn't even know <laughs> TV shows existed. No, I'm just um, no, I literally like, I just never. Like you had never seen Friday Night Lights. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. What? No. Um, the most I could get is like the odd time. Like we would get like Arthur if we had like our bunny ears like behind, you know, like you had to like put the bunny ears up. Like that was like a stretch. Um, no, we definitely, it was just such a random thing. And I think because I never like really worked for it or like had this like, just like go get him thing where I really wanted it. And then I, and I worked and it got all these like no's and like that story that you hear everyone tell that like you feel like, oh, they like earned it. I never had that. And it just kind of like landed in my lap and every door that like I maybe wanted to open just like opened and I walked yeah. a little to the left and that happened and it's like staircase <laughs> came and I was just like, what? how is this happening? It was just so random and really was like the universe just like placed it exactly as it was meant to happen. And I think because of that, I was just on a cloud and like very clueless as to like what was the impact and like the level of like, um, just like really what I was doing. I was like, this is a TV show. This is like a really big TV show. I remember going to London for a writing trip and just getting recognized a bunch there. And I was like, this is so like, this is actually a big thing. Like people in London, like watch the show and are like super fans. Like yeah. what is happening? Um, I think that's when it really hit me. I was like, okay, this is, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was. And it's kind of hard with TV. You don't really know unless I'm like watching how many people view it each week. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like Instagram, you get like, likes or like you see streams or like with a TV show you're like who's watching it maybe there's nobody watching it you know? yeah there's also the, that kind of like delayed response you know comes out months totally. later so you're like oh yeah I forgot about that scene yeah. or whatever yep yep um looking back on the show Nashville who was your favorite person to like film scenes with other than your sister I, I don't assume mm. that your sister would be, but I feel like after <laughs> hearing about her earlier in the show that <laughs> you, the you, you should probably say um, that answer. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for saving me. Yeah. Um, no, probably, probably Chip. He's the best. He's like so, he just is very, um, he like takes it very seriously and yeah. he's just like a really authentic actor and like literally coming from no acting, never even thought about it. Like walking into a show where there's like actor, actors, like just learning a lot from them and like they definitely like took us both under their wing and and um just as a human and also like as an actor just learned a lot from him and he's yeah. just so fun to work with yeah yeah he's very cool um what was it like working with connie because I, I mean yeah she's literally the best were i love you, her were you bummed when she left the show oh yeah i mean everybody was the amount of people that come up to me like when they see me in real life yeah. and they're like I stopped watching when Connie died. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, awesome. Um, but yeah, no, she she's the best. She's so sweet. Again, same thing, so nurturing. And um, just because we were so young, like, that's that was the dynamic that it always was. And it just forever, like, stayed that way. Just of, like, everyone envisioned us. Just, like, we stayed so young in everyone's yeah. heads, you know? So it's just a very nurturing, like, family. Like, they feel like our mom and dad, Yeah. you know? Well, now that you're, um, I mean... You're grown up now, you know, you're no longer like living this like childhood on a TV show. Totally. What is happening in your life now? Like, what are you working on? So right now is the album. I'm on tour with Chainsmokers and Five Sauce right now. Very cool. Fun. It's very fun. Um, but yeah, so it's when, I, when I'm on tour, it's kind of hard to really focus on anything other than tour. It's nearly like impossible. But um, after the tour is done, finish the album, 
album's gonna come out. Yeah. And then tour that album. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of where my head's at right now. Yeah, kissing other people caught fire like right out the gate. What do you got? Like, tell us about the behind the scenes stuff of that song. So I had been to a writing camp in Nicaragua, and cool. it was some. It was this guy Joel Little, his his writing camp, and he invited me to go to it, and it was like just the most insane experience i was i had never written other than nashville or london or not or um la i had only like written very much in sessions which is like okay you get in at 11 you're done at seven like it's yep. very like and then the second the song's done it gets sent out to everybody in the world so it's like it's not it's just it's been very like structured which i went to this camp and it was so just like chill and everyone was just writing because they loved it and i was like we could start at two in the morning. We could start whenever. And it like that freedom, I was very inspired by. So I wanted to do like my own camp for the album and just get like my own group of people together of like just people I love and as people and also as writers and producers. And I literally just wrote a list of like favorite writers I've worked with, favorite producers. And um, we just made it happen. And then they all came to Cabo. We wrote for like 10 days together. And this song was started there. Yeah. And then we finished it in L.A. Um, we're running out of time, but I could do this for a while, so I'm sad. Um, let's do rapid-fire questions really quickly, okay. and then I'll let you go. Um, number one, first kiss. Who was it? Yeah. Hank. Was that, was that, on, t was that on TV? <laughs> oh, my gosh, no. Okay. That would have been, no. Yeah, no, no, no. that would have been tough. That would have been very tough. What was your first concert you went to? Avril Lavigne. Yeah? Yeah. Do you believe in the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne is dead and she's been replaced by a lookalike? Shut up. That's not a real thing. That's a total Come real on. thing. Come on. No, it's not. How, yes, how it have is. I not heard, heard of that? that? Yeah. No. No. Yes. You don't believe it, though. I I don't no, believe it, no, no, but no. it's... Come on. That can't be real. <laughs> I know. It's not <laughs> it's real. A, you, but look it up. It's a thing. I not, I've never heard of that. Okay. What, was, what was your first job? Nashville. Yeah? Uh, the first time you got your heart broken. Hank, same first kiss. This guy, Hank. This guy, Hank. This, oh man, Henry. Uh, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> the weirdest habit you have. Weirdest habit I have? Mm hmm Picking off every gel manicure, like, the second day I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that's just like a literal everyday habit. That's, I think that's a lot of women, by the way. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Len and Stella, thank you so much thank for you so much. stopping by the Wells cast. Uh Catcher uh, on tour, Chainsmokers and Five Sauce. That's awesome. Um, where can people find more about you? Social media, websites, everything's kind of everything's under Len and Stella. Len and Stella .com, Len and Stella on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Very cool. Again, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.